0: Praise the Lord. What a joy to have you listening to the living, active, sharp, piercing, and discerning word of God from my mouth. This is Sweet Melodies, a Bible reading program aired on Grace Life Kumi podcast. I am Funke Oahuna. I will be reading from the pages of the scriptures. I pray that as you listen to the word of God, Gains entrance into you, and you join your faith with the Word of God for your spiritual edification and all round profiting. In Jesus' precious name, Amen. Praise God. Uh, back to our reading in Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 12. It says, Hatred steered up strifes, but love covereth all sins. For the, for the sake of this um, episode today, we are going to be focusing on the A part of this verse. Hatred steered up strifes. Praise God. The Bible Dictionary defines hatred, sinner, as to hate exceedingly. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary actually defines hatred as extreme dislike or disgust, also as ill will or resentment that is usually um, done um, mutually, you know, such as uh, prejudiced uh, hostility and um, animosity, praise God. So therefore, hatred is having a feeling of exceeding hate towards man, God, wisdom, or a state. hatred is having a feeling of exceeding hate towards man, God, wisdom or a state. As we go further, we understand how we can actually hate God or hate man or hate wisdom or hate a state, a state here being a territory or a country or a nation like we, can, we may call it or, or our um, local community. Okay, so the wisdom in this proverb reveals to us that hatred is an exceeding feeling that stirs up. That's one thing we need to focus on. Hatred is an extreme feeling that does what? Steers up. And that is, that's, you know, tells us something that um, hatred carries with it a force strong enough to rouse, to awake, and incite oneself and others to an act of contention or a bitter or violent conflict. Also, from this verse, we understand that hatred steers up, incites, and awakes series of conflicts or quarrels. It is never satisfied at one. Mm-hmm. It didn't say just hatred, steered up, strife. No. It says hatred, steereth up, strife. You can look up the scripture again. It's stirret up, strife, not just one conflict. So what hatred does is it keeps, you know increasing the link increasing the chain of conflicts okay amongst the person who is demonstrating it and uh, towards whoever it is okay so uh, for instance someone is angry is um expressing um, um extreme hatred or dislike towards god okay for probably um an usher insulting him in a church that he went to worship god okay and then before you know it, it translates from the usher to more of the choir members. And then not just usher and choir member hatred or disgust. Then he adds the senior pastor to it. And then he, uh, before you know it, he leaves the church. And then from leaving one church, he goes to another church. And then he's disgusted again. And then he keeps increasing the link. Before you know it, then he says the f- fact he doesn't want to have anything to do with the body of Christ again. Uh, we together. And then... Okay, he doesn't even want to visit any church, and then even he, he loses the taste for prayers to God. He doesn't communicate with God anymore, you know. So, that is how people can increase their chain of uh, strife when you allow hatred to um, step in. Okay, so are you presently going through a hate experience? Uh, It's my prayer for you that you will receive wisdom from above to navigate through the experiences in Jesus' name. Well, probably you have long been acting um, this out, that um, demonstrating hatred. The truth is, it is the manifestation of the works of the flesh. May you be delivered from uh, from it and... um, begin to show for the love of God and not demonstrate um, hatred anymore in Jesus name. Okay so at this point let us consider some signs and symptoms of hatred signs and symptoms of hatred. Uh, We look at the the case in Genesis chapter 37 the story of Joseph and his brothers I'm just going to go straight to verse 4 um, 4 to 6 it says um, and when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren they hated him and could not speak peaceably with him first five says that joseph dreamed a dream and he told his brethren and they hated him yet the more. you see how the chain is increasing it starts with love from father hate came in okay then um dreams came again and then the the hate increased Praise God. So um, one way um, hatred, um, you know, displays itself is that it eliminates and drives away peace. The brothers of Joseph could no longer have um, a peaceful um, uh, communication with him anymore because of hatred. Also, we see more of the demonstration in uh, the same Genesis, this time in chapter 50. Okay, verse... um, 15 to 21, it says, uh, and when Joseph's brother, uh, sorry, and when Joseph's brethren yeah, saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will prevent or hate us, and we certainly required us all the evil we, we did unto him. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee, now the trespasses of thy brethren, and their sin, for they did unto thee evil. And now, we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept when they speak unto him. And verse 18, And his brethren also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we be thy servants. 19, And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for I am. Uh, for, am I in the place of God? Okay, 20. But as for you, ye thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Now therefore fear ye not. Now therefore what? Fear ye not. I will nourish you and your, your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke, uh, speak kindly unto them. Praise God. So, uh, from this Bible reading, we we got to see that hatred does something. It breeds fear in the practitioners. Okay? So, there's, there's no way you can be a hateful person and uh, be fearless. You actually have um, fear. Okay? Uh, Joseph's brother, they, they de- displayed uh, hatred towards him for years. I mean, for decades. And then they got to a point that they knew that um, the more they hated him, the more he's become more powerful. Okay? And then... Now their dad is dead. And they they felt, okay, uh, the love for the father had probably, um, you know, restrained him from repaying back the hatred and the evil they did to him. Okay, so, and then they thought of um, ways to go and pacify him. And that actually made them to to become uh, liars because their dad didn't actually say all those things. But they had to, you know, cook up those stories so that... um, Joseph might, uh, you know, deal kindly with them. Praise God. So, um, hatred breeds fear and it turns uh, one to a liar. Also, hatred reduces a child of God to an archer instead of a soldier in the army of the Lord. Uh, we'll go back to Genesis chapter 49 and verse 23. He says, The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him, but his bow verse 24 but his bow abode in strength and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty god of jacob from thence is a shepherd the stone of israel praise god this is a prayer that um jacob actually gave to his sons and uh, in this scripture in verse 23 to 24 it was actually uh the prophecy he gave for um joseph praise god so from 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 joseph from jacob's um, words we can see that um, he referred to the the songs that actually did joseph evil Archers, praise god and um, in um, ephesians chapter 6 and from verse 12 to 17 uh, we see where uh, as believers we are exposed to the kind of um, amos we deal with or our tools as believers to fight uh, the enemy. Praise God. So um, those who are into archery actually into the use of arrows. Praise God. And um, arrows is not one of the tools to availed the believer in Christ. Amen. All right. So hatred turned the brothers of Joseph into archers, occupied with the task of what shooting arrows of ill will and prejudice hostility, you know, causing grief, opposing and persecuting their very own brother Joseph. They caused him grief, I mean, you can imagine what it caused, what um, what feeling um, Joseph had to see his brothers, you know, putting him in a well, in fact, um, deciding his his death or, and then having to decide him being sold out as, um, as a slave, you know and all he had to go through in a foreign land because of the hatred from his brothers. So um, archers are actually those that give themselves to causing grief, opposing and persecuting others. To be an archer as a believer is to be a believer that lacks divine wisdom. Because divine wisdom is what enables the believer to identify the wiles of the devil. The schemes and methods of the devil is to make a person, especially a child of God, behave, you know, or believe that he can hate man, hate wisdom, hate God, or, you know, hate his state or his country or his territory for some reasons. Whereas, like God, we are meant to hate evil actions and words, not the human vessels used by the devil to say evil words or to act in evil ways towards us praise God so we, 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 we are not to hate the physical uh, you know mouth that speaks evil or does or the hand that does evil to us as believers that is not what the scripture wants us to do but we must hate their actions we must hate the, um, the evil acts okay we, we hate the abominations you know we hate um, everything that emanates from uh, the devil okay But not the vessel that the devil uses. Praise God. And that is why as believers, we have to keep praying for all that they be saved. Praise God. So as children of God, we have no reason whatsoever to hate man. Okay? We have no reason whatsoever to hate God. No reason whatsoever to hate wisdom or our territories. One way a person can hate wisdom, if you may ask, is it possible to hate wisdom? Yeah. A way we can hate wisdom as believers is um, to to hate um, those who publicly and um, without reservation speak against evil, you know. Even though they speak the truth with integrity and honesty. You know that this person has been a man of integrity, he's been a man of honesty. And and he's, you know, exposing um, the wickedness of the wicked, you know, speaking uh, publicly about the without any reservation about the evil being perpetrated by the wicked and then uh we don't want the person to speak at all no that is a way of what hating wisdom it shouldn't be known amongst us as believers uh fortunately we see many who do it on um on social media you know Um, a man of god has just spoken uh, you know maybe exposed evil and then before you know it you you join in the trail of those who are actually Um, castigating the man of God for being one thing or the other suddenly uh, we have to desist from it as believers that is a demonstration of hate and it shouldn't be known amongst us you can see more of that in um, the book of Amos chapter 5 Okay, also to hate God is to be lacking in reverence or proper respect for God that is being blasphemous Okay, or profane and sacrilegious towards God you don't respect uh, the Word of God, or you are, uh, you know, you you make a mockery, you know, of the Word of God, uh, or like sometimes we have some uh, profane comedians, you know, use the Word of God and um, the ways of God to, to, to try to entertain people. That is um, a blasphemous um, um, act, okay, it's a profane act, and... Uh, Sometimes they are actually sacrilegious towards uh, God too. So lacking seriousness towards God is also a way of hating God. Lacking seriousness towards God. Um, We are not, uh, as believers, we are not meant to be cold at all. Cold believers are those who lack seriousness towards God. You don't take the word of God with with levity and say you, you love God. No. We have to show seriousness towards God, praise God. And of course, um, to hate our state, our territory is to have extreme resentment and ill will concerning our territory, or to speak, you know, with extreme re- resentment concerning our territory. As believers, God wants us to have only goodwill towards our territories. The Scripture says, "Pray for the peace of Jerusalem." They shall prosper that love thee that psalms one hundred and two one hundred and twenty two and verse six. so when we love our territory or our nation, we pray for it always, and this culminates into us prospering in the land. we do well in the land and also we are at peace in the land. So the choice is yours: do you want to be well at all times? do you want to be at peace at all times? do you want to prosper in the land? Then you have to love your land. You have to pray for the peace of your land. Amen. Uh, So what does it mean to pray for the peace of our territory? Let's just not leave it to a phrase. Pray for the peace. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of your nation. Don't leave it to a phrase. Let's have a good understanding, a little bit of it. So it means to to ask for the completeness of your territory, the soundness of of your territory, the welfare of your territory, the peace of your territory. To pray for the peace of your nation is to seek for the safety of the people. When the people are safe, there will be peace. There will be no running helter-skelter. There will be no, you know, um, uh, what do I call it, uh, a jungle kind of existence. Pray for people to know God and have peaceful friendship with God and man when people know God, when they are peaceful with God, they have peaceful friendship with God, they are not striving with God, you know, they won't won't strive with man also, praise God. So it's our duty to pray for the people in our territory, pray for the people in our community, to have peaceful friendship with God. They should know God, have peaceful friendship with God and with man. Also, we are to pray for our states by doing what, uh, praying for the people, and the state itself to value contentment. The reason why there's so much corruption in our nations is because many are lacking the virtue of contentment. If we pray more for people to be content, the less uh, corrupt systems we are going to be having, the less corrupt people we are going to be having. Amen. We also have to pray for the health and prosperity of the states and the people inhabiting the the states. And then lastly we pray for the quietness and tranquility of the land praise god every wars come to an end you know so these are ways we can pray for the peace of our nation praying for the peace of jerusalem amen uh, so as um, as children of god these are our responsibilities to the family of god our core is love we mustn't forget that um, John 3:16 makes us understand that um, for God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only begotten son. Also, in listing out the fruits of the Spirit, we see that um, love actually tops the list. Okay? Uh, so he, he speaks of... Um, it's, 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 love is actually a, a very paramount um, university for us. Thus, there is no provision for the demonstration or manifestation of hate. You know? Towards God, man, wisdom, territory for the new creation those who are led by the Spirit of God. Amen. So at this point, I'm going to, you know, my desire for you and my prayer for you is that uh, you will bear the fruit of love towards God and um, towards others today and always in the name of Jesus. May you be empowered to identify the wiles of the devil and be readily armed with the whole armor of God so you may stand against the ambushings and assailings of the devil. In Jesus' mighty name, God bless you. Today, beloved, I would like to invite you to receive the Lord Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. By making this prayer of salvation along with me, say, believing in your heart, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you came to this earth. You died for the sins of the world, cleansed the sin of those who believe in you, and resurrected from the dead. This you did because you love me. Today, I receive your love, your death, your forgiveness, and your resurrection. I renounce my sins today. I choose to make you the Lord of my life. Jesus, I choose to serve and follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, well, glory be to God for making this decision. And I pray that the Lord Almighty will keep you safe and secured even till the end. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Congratulations. I believe you have received God's word in faith. May we not be here as alone, but do us of his word. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit today and always. Amen. Jesus is Lord. Wow. Beloved, thanks for listening to Grace Life Coming Podcasts. We believe that you've been blessed via this episode. We request that you also remain connected to us via our other social media handles on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, and YouTube. We are Grace Life Me on all these platforms. Also, for more information about the ministry of Pastor Chimri and Funke Oahuna, kindly visit ministry.org. You can also send us your requests and testimonies via email today through Ministry at gmail.com. We are dedicated to feeding your spirit man with spiritual meals that we edify, equip, and engender your growth in the knowledge of God. Remain connected to Grace Life Komi. God bless you. Jesus is Lord.